Good morning. My name is Dylan Adams. I am the youth leader and a deacon in training here at Pierce Point Community Church. Welcome to our 930 Devo time, or as Nathan would like to call it, devotional time. Uh, <laughs> um, I am tasked with speaking on spiritual gifts and discipleship this morning. Um, and if I'm being honest, until this was assigned to me, I never... I never connected the two. They're very much involved in one another, but I, it, my brain was, wasn't making that connection. I'm like, oh yeah, like this is a part of that. So, so this will be fun. Uh, before we get started, uh, I'm just, I've got kind of an introduction to spiritual gifts um, that, I, uh, that I think is a, a nice beginning. So the purpose of spiritual gifts is to promote the common good of the body of Christ and to build up the church and to prepare us each for works of service until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure or the fullness of the fullness of Christ. Each person, upon accepting the gift of salvation through Jesus, Jesus Christ, receives the Holy Spirit inside as a seal of salvation. The Spirit then gives to each believer certain gifts from God to do the work of God. Scripture contains several passages about spiritual gifts. Uh, we're going to run through some of those. I'll touch on certain points uh, in those scriptures, uh, and then I'll walk through just different spiritual gifts that are discussed in scripture, and then we'll tie it all together with a pretty little, pretty little uh, discipleship bow at the end. So let's hop in here. We're going to start out in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. That, uh, Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, this is Paul speaking, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with, the, with, the, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, being diligent, diligent to preserve the, the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There's one body and one spirit, just as, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors, and some as teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Uh, one important thing to pull out here uh, this is these these are considered offices within the body of Christ but still considered gifts being given to men so that's why it's pulled up in the uh, spiritual gifts category um, the part that really that you really want to hone in on is what is the purpose of those and we're going to go through that a few times here but the equip equipping of the saints for the work of service building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and and, and the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the statures which belong to the fullness of Christ. So we have these until a certain point, which that point is not yet here. Uh, we will hop into 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 13 as well. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the, to the mute idols. However, you were, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed, 
And no one, say, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now there are, a vari- there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the, by the one spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit work all these things, distrib- distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. For even as the body is one, and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, and we were, we were all made to drink from one spirit. I kind of a side note here, um, when you're looking at the, the letter to the Ephesians and the letter here in 1 Corinthians, um, it's talking about the spiritual gifts, and of course we, you know, they're for the building up of the body and all these things, but it's also a huge push for unity. They're used to not only build up the body, but build us up toward unity, toward fullness in, in Jesus. So that's when you're looking at both these letters, that's something that we have to keep at the forefront of our mind, that Paul is encouraging this body to unity, and through that, they use the tools the, of the spiritual gifts that are given to them. And not everybody has the same one, as we'll continue to see. We will continue in Romans 12, verses 3 through 8. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, Each of us is to exercise them accordingly, if prophecy, according to the proportion of his faith, if service in serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his his exhortation, he who who gives with with liberality, he who leads with, with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. It's really just digging in there saying, we are of one body. We are individuals all of one body, and we are using these gifts to serve one another and build one another up in that body. So if your gift is prophecy, you do, you do it by the, by the measure of faith that you have. If your gift is giving, then you do, you, you do it. Liberality, I think is, how, is, is that word. Um, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness, it's pushing us to say, if these are your gifts here, you should do it in a way that, it's a joyful thing where we're, we're using what God has given us in a joyful manner to build up the body. All gifts are given by grace from God through the Holy Spirit. Different people are given different gifts. Not everyone receives the same gift. Of course, we're all different people. We are, we're all serving in different capacities in the body of Christ. Those gifted with various spiritual gifts are meant to work together as parts of a body who work together. Just as our, our heart pumps blood throughout the body, and if the heart didn't do that, then well, we wouldn't be alive. But 
uh, just just the just the same way that your hand brings food to your mouth so you can you can continue to have the energy to to do what needs to be done it's all all parts are working together to be able to maintain and to serve one another um, in no way are these gifts intended to um, bring glory to yourself it's it's not meant to draw attention to yourself i think uh, and we'll if we have the time i'll go through this list of spiritual gifts that we have but i think in today's church and actually not even in today's church, in the church in general, we saw these problems in the Church of Corinth as well. Paul was writing letters regarding gifts to the, the Corinthians because of misuse of certain gifts. Um, it's easy to, some of them may be a little more showy, and it's easy to do those things to draw attention to ourselves, but that is not the intention of the gifts. The intention is to build up and to prepare the body of Christ for the service of the Lord. We, as members of the body of Christ, we should be working to edify, to build up, to disciple one another in the midst of these spiritual gifts. First uh, Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11 says, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good steward, stewards of the manifold grace of God. Whoever speaks is to do so as one who is speaking the utterance of, utterances of God. Whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Um, one of the, and I totally put that in the wrong spot, but one of the, um, one of the things that we went over in the, for the youth group the other day was the story of the, uh, of the talents found in, uh, I think, Matthew 25, and it, it, when we're talking about spiritual gifts, it brought to remembrance that story of the this, this stewardship of, of these servants. You know, the, the story goes, the, the master's going out of town, and he gives each servant a certain number of talents. He get, I think he gives one five, um, another two, and to another one. Um, and I'm just going to read to you kind of what they, what they do, and I'll, I'll wrap it up there. Um, to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to his own ability, and he went on his journey. Immediately the one who had received five talents went and traded with them and gave, gained five more talents. In the same manner, the one who, was re who had received the two talents gained two more. But he who received the one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, I'm paraphrasing here. We're going to jump down to verses 26 to 30 to see the reaction of the master when he returns. Uh, and he sees the, the one that had buried the, the one talent. Now, before I get into this, it's important to realize that the two that invested and traded and, and used their talents, the, the master is very pleased with them. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into, enter into my rest. That is not the same reaction that the one, this one has. But his master answered and said to him, You wicked, lazy slave, you knew that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have put my money in the bank, and on my arrival I would have received my money back with interest. Therefore take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has, who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more shall be given, and he will, he will have abundance. But from the one who does not, does not have, even, even what he does have shall be taken away. Throw out the worthless slave into the outer darkness, and in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, why did that come to mind here? Well, 
when you come to Jesus, when, you, when, you're, when your life is given to him, you are given these spiritual gifts as he sees fit. The important thing is that we use those for the body, for the building up and for the, the, the dis- discipleship of the body. What I hear a lot, and I, I was blessed yesterday, I was helping the Cheney family uh, shop for vans yesterday, and they found this van, and they met, they met up with these guys, and the guy that was selling it, he was a deacon at a Baptist church in New Richmond, and for like 40 minutes, this this man and I went back and forth just talking about Jesus, and it was it was amazing. It was it was, it was a beautiful thing, and I praise the Lord that it, it even happened because it reminded me that even in the midst of a situation like that where, oh, he's a Baptist and we might have differing doctrines and, and all of these things, we were able to use the spiritual gifts that had been allotted to us to build up one another. I had a great time. I was just standing out there, not really doing much, and we, for I'm telling you, for almost an hour, praised the Lord together. And it's funny because he's actually speaking at his church this morning as well. So I, I helped him with his, with his devotional, and, and, and we went back and forth. So it, was, it, was, it really was the body building one another up and preparing one another for works of service. And it was a beautiful thing. But it reminded me that of the story of I could have just decided to sit in the car and not speak to this guy. I was only there for negotiation purposes because that's my job. I negotiate prices and stuff on a regular basis. So I was there to help out on that side. I could have just decided to sit there and just wait until my, it was time for me to do my job. But because of God's goodness, I was able to use the gifts that got, the Lord has given me to not only build up one person, but have that person also build me up. And that was a beautiful thing. The dangerous thing, and this is something that the fellow brought up, his name was Chad, is he was talking about almost the same topic of like encouraging people and honoring people that are doing service within the church. And, you know, we were talking about there are many parts of the body, and there's some, some may be smaller parts, but those, the scripture says that we should honor them more and all, all of these things. But what, what he said, and I've heard this before, is a lot of people go, I don't have anything to offer. That is a load of crap. I'm sorry. If you are breathing and you're walking on this earth, you have something to offer to the Lord. He has given you gifts, spiritual gifts that you can use to not only bring him glory, but to build up the body around you. Don't be someone that sits there and thinks, I don't have anything to offer. Because I, just like the rest of you one day, want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I want to use what the Lord has given me to bring him glory. And in the same way, I want to encourage all of you to use what he's given you to bring him glory. Now, how does this fit into discipleship? Well, if you think about it, let's say you've got a contractor, right? He's, he, knows, he knows what to do. He's, he's went to school. He's, all, he's done all these things. But if he doesn't have the proper tools, the job will not get done. And the same way, we are called to make disciples of all nations, right? That comes through discipleship. The tools of discipleship are these gifts that, 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 are, that are mentioned here. Um, see if I, I just exited out of that document. but And I'm just going to run through a few of these. So we've got a gift of leadership, a gift of encouraging, a gift of teaching, a gift of serving and prophecy and all of these things. These are all tools that we can use 
to properly disciple the body of Christ and continue to disciple. Newsflash, by the way, you're never done being discipled. There's always someone else that, that you can gain more from. There's always, you're, you're, never, you're never done being a disciple. And, it's, and these gifts will always apply. You will always use these gifts to disciple people and they were use, they were use different gifts to disciple you and to lift you up and to build you. If you look at the way that I may disciple somebody and the way that Nathan disciples somebody, it might look a little different. That's because he laughed. I don't know what that's about. I, <laughs> um, offended, no. <laughs> um, but the reason, that, the reason that is is because he has different spiritual gifts than I have, which means we're going to, we're still going to bring glory to the Lord in the same way, and we're still going to be doing the same job, but it's going to look just a little different. He has different talents than I do, different gifts than I do, but we both use those to bring glory to the Lord, and I encourage all of you to do the same. Seek the Lord. If you don't, if you don't know what gift that you have or what gifts he's, he's given you, seek the Lord and try, and try to find out so you can use those to bring him glory. All you have to do, honestly, and this is how I started to understand the gifts that I have, that, that I had been given, it's just you start reading about these gifts and you, you see what gifts there are and then you start seeing little bits in, in yourself. It's like, oh, like I, I can teach. I'm, I'm a relatively good teacher. Um, I have a passion of serving or whatever that may be and you start pulling that out and going, wow, like these are the, the gifts the Lord has given me and now I can use them to to build up his body and to to bring him glory in all in all the things that I do. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that not not, not only did we not deserve your grace and your mercy, but you you gave us your grace and you gave us our, your mercy and then you gave us gifts. As if salvation was not a gift enough, you said one more thing. And now we're able to use those things to praise you and to bring you glory and to, and to build up your body, to build up your family. We thank you that you let us be a part of this. We know that we, we may not always do everything right, but you continue to let us be blessed and to be able to glorify you and everything that we do. Lord, I ask that you bless this congregation and you just guide Nathan today as he, as he shares the message that he has on his heart. And you prepare our hearts and our, and our ears to, to receive what it is that you, that you need for us to, to receive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.